Government has become too big, too overtaxing, and it's constantly overregulating every aspect of your life. If you agree with that, tune into Consumer Choice Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. on the Big Talker 1067 FM. For an hour, you'll get an expert analysis on what the government is sinking its teeth into next and how you, as a consumer, can push back. ConsumerChoiceRadio.com Tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, the premiere of the Consumer Choice Radio Show airs here on the Big Talker. The man behind those hosting duties, Yael Lasowski from the Consumer Choice Center. He is with us on the Big Talker FM for our weekly Consumer Connection segment. Yael, it's great to have you back on. Good morning. Good morning to you, Mr. Catanacci. It's a pleasure to be on. And it is a pleasure to have you on. And uh, I know there are always uh, interesting things that we want to get into with you on the day-to-day, particularly as it relates to Consumer Choice, consumerchoicecenter.org, their uh, website. Uh, Yael, what have been some of the things that have fascinated you this week in the world of choice and freedom in our country? Well, there's a couple of great things. As always, uh, we have the great bastion of consumer freedom that is the state of California. Uh, It's actually not, but (laughs) many of your listeners will kind of understand that. Uh, I think North Carolina likely plays host to many California refugees who are escaping plans much like this one. The one I'm looking at that just came out uh, is that California has the plans. Uh, This is included in the new budget by Governor Gavin Newsom that California will create its own drug label. So if you're going to be buying uh, your various drug, prescription drug that you might need, you might soon see on the shelf in California the California brand of whatever your Xanax, your Prozac, your uh, whatever drug might be available in California style. So it looks like the government has gone much beyond uh, banning particular products and things like plastic straws. They're actually going to be offering you a prescription drug that you can buy at the pharmacy. So uh, we're talking about we can get, uh, you know, Cali-based bud now uh, delivered probably anywhere you want uh, in, in, within the, the Golden State, uh, along with now we can get our, our Cali-based Vicodin uh, moving forward as well, huh? Yeah, basically. Everything's going to be slapped with that big label. Um, but uh, as anyone knows, if they bought anything from California, and this product might be known to the state of California to cause cancer. That's part of uh, the Prop 65 uh, warning that many consumers around the country probably see, and uh, that's a big, very complicated proposal that California put together. I mean, really, look, the big issue is this. California is a large state, uh, most populous state. A lot of the regulations that are passed there do end up affecting a lot of people around the world, around the country. It's the fifth biggest economy if we actually made California its own country, so there's a lot of moving and shaking. And now that California is going into the drug business, uh, that should give us a lot of pause. I don't know if this is going to bring about lower prices. This is kind of what they're claiming. I think uh, we have to see what those plans are first before we really critique it, but uh, it's kind of worrying. Uh, we don't know exactly what this means. It sounds more like California wants to try to lower prices by offering this other option, but really it seems as if they're just going to stymie a lot of research. They're really going to try to raise taxes on many of the other pharmaceutical companies doing work. Uh, I don't know if people are going to have good access to this. It surely is not going to be good for the taxpayers uh, because, look, taxpayers are are great at paying for specific public projects like parks and all the rest. Uh, I don't know how taxpayers are going to feel about being on the hook 
for a new line of prescription drugs. So that's definitely worrying coming out of California. Well, the California logic, as you put it, or the lack thereof, has also pushed uh, something else that I know you're going to address on your radio program tomorrow, and uh, that is several municipalities, uh, cities, and towns within the state of California that uh, in their efforts to be carbon-free when it comes to the emissions within their respective uh, uh, town lines and limits uh, has been an ongoing push in places in California related to gas-ran lawn equipment, like lawnmowers and leaf blowers. Uh, tell me this story, please. No, so, yeah, this is uh, at the state level. Uh, they're talking about a proposal that would ban all gas-powered lawn equipment. We're talking leaf blowers. We're talking mowers. Uh, we're talking hedge trimmers, all the things that you might use at your own house if it's Powered by gasoline, it will soon be created um, and put under the illegal category in the state of California. Now, the push there is obviously to push everyone onto electric. Um, this obviously, like many laws, sounds great at first, and maybe voluntarily a lot of people would adopt this, but we're talking about using the force of the law, using fines, bans, um, I guess empowering sheriffs to now police what people are using in their lawns. That means that people are going to actually face government reprisal if they don't use the electric uh, equipment to cut their grass, to mow the lawn, to do anything else. Very problematic. Um, and really, how is any landscaping business going to survive? Are they supposed to just show up at your house with a large electrical plug <laughs> and an outlet? Um, I think the worst case scenario that we'll see is people will show up there with uh, a big diesel run generator. Hey, look, they can hook up their electric power. They're following the rules. Why not? Who cares if it's even more emissions? Who cares if it's wasting even more energy and gas than they are now? But then again, that's the California logic, just something else to look out for these days. Well, one of the funny things about this, as we often see with these climate change alarmists, is some of the intentions, while well-intended, uh, oftentimes uh, turn into the complete opposite effect of what they are trying to limit or curb. And, and in this case, as you said, there's going to free market folks find ways to get around the policies that are in place. And as you mentioned, there's one easy way. My question is, well, you know, California ridden with wildfires each year and the, the power companies had to shut down uh, voluntarily, they've had to uh, shut down uh, electricity going to many, uh, you know, homes uh, across that state. Uh, I mean, how in fact do you, you know, make sure that uh, your house is prepared from a vegetative standpoint around your home uh, if the power's off and you're not allowed to use a gas-powered, uh, you know, hedge clipper or lawnmower or uh, among other uh, pieces of equipment that we, you would use to clean up your yard to make sure that you can build that fire line? What if the power's off? Then we have no electricity either. Yeah, there's a lot of problems that have happened in California throughout the last couple of years. We all remember the rolling blackouts. Uh, there have been a lot of problems with the larger electri electricity utility, um, which is a kind of government-backed monopoly on electricity. There have been problems with that company. It's the Pacific Gas and Electric Company. They've had a lot of problems over at certain times. I mean, we're talking biggest, richest state in the union have had their power shut off because power has to be put somewhere else or they have some larger issues. So look, if we can't even have access to normal power throughout the day, normal electricity, I don't know how they expect people to also take care of their lawns using the same power. 
And this is just goes to, again, the California legislature full, full of these legislators who have the best and the brightest of intentions. But then again, it's not intentions that win the day. It's not intentions that pay our bills or make our lives better. It's the actions that result from legislation and actually the impact it would have on ordinary consumers. It's pretty worrying. So very happy this is not yet happening in North Carolina. Uh, but who knows? There are very crazy, uh, insane ideas that are being put in the legislation every day. Yael Lasowski for the Consumer Choice Center with us here this morning. The global grassroots movement for consumer choice, uh, consumerchoicecenter.org. They'll also be airing their premiere show on Saturday mornings uh, at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Yael, in addition to the California logic, what else will you be discussing tomorrow on your program? Yeah, so we've got a pretty full um, hour dedicated to everything consumer choice. Uh, a good segment related to the Democratic presidential candidates and all of their opinions on vaping. Um, who would know that a lot of Democratic presidential candidates want you to put down that vape and even claim that vaping is more dangerous than smoking? Uh, so a lot of insanity there. We'll cover that. Uh, we've got a little bit on some of the cannabis legislation that's making its way throughout the country, some lessons from abroad, and uh, a lot as well about the market upzoning. You talked in your previous segment a lot about building homes and zoning and regulations. We talk a little bit about that. I think it's something that is affecting everyone in every community. It doesn't matter if it's in Wilmington or Charlotte or Asheville. There's so many changes that are happening, so much potential that could happen if we had a little bit of reform. So I think that is great. And uh, generally, we try to have a good time, have a laugh. Uh, hopefully, people will enjoy our nice uh, consumer choice humor as well on the program tomorrow at 10. Looking forward to it. Uh, Yael Lasowski for the Consumer Choice Center. Uh, before I let you go, I also just want to get your thoughts uh, as a native-born Canadian, American citizen, living in Vienna. I know, obviously, uh, tough news for those to the north of our border here in the United States surrounding the 63 Canadians who are among those killed after that Ukrainian airliner uh, went down in Iran. Uh, very troubling news when it comes to how, in fact, uh, that uh, plane went down. Uh, just share some thoughts on that news that came out of the Middle East yesterday. So this is, yeah, it's very depressing, uh, very sad. Uh, this is a it's an airline, it's Ukrainian Airlines. I've flown on this airline many times, and it was uh, filled with many students who were just trying to get back to their countries uh, for the semester to start. And uh, it was basically figured out that 163 of the people on board were actually um, going to be taking another flight to Canada um, I even had some alma mater um, alumni who uh, were on that flight as well. My university put out a notice. So this is, uh, you know, really makes your, your soul burn. Um, these are not soldiers wearing uniforms. These are ordinary people like you and me who board a flight. They went to go see their family. They celebrated holidays. And uh, little did they know, they met the rent in the sky. So it's, it's sad. It's tragic. It's unfortunate. Um, I, I hope we really get to the investigations and figure out what happened. Um, these are, are not mistakes that should be happening in 2020, whether it's deliberate or an accident. Look, we're in the year 2020. We have the best technology available to us. Why do these things keep happening? Very sad to see, and I hope uh, hopefully it can be resolved. We can figure out what happened and make sure it never happens again. That said, when we talk about... Uh... Well, the responses that we've seen over the last week, but also when it comes to defense systems that are out there, when we've got countries like Iran and other authoritarian 
regimes out there. I mean, uh, and without knowing all of the details, maybe just the claims that, from, that are being made by uh, the Pentagon, uh, it, it does call into question how in which these anti-missile defense systems are run. We don't hear too much about them. Uh, unfortunately, it, it appears uh, on the surface now that it looks like it was uh, part of their missile defense system that uh, played a role in taking down that plane. Yeah, it could well be. Um, I mean, this is, uh, we just remember a few years ago, it was the same confusion over Ukraine and uh, whether or not it was Russian-backed rebels or if it was the Ukrainians and the Malaysian airliner that went down there as well. I mean, this is just another circumstance where civilians who have nothing to do with war are being blown out of the sky. This should not be happening in our day and age. Um, if civilian airliners care about security, I think they're, they're, they're going to look more into a lot of systems like flight guard. Uh, this is something I started researching. If, uh, if anyone has ever been to Israel, you likely have flown on El Al, which is the Israeli flag carrier, the big airline there. They have a flare system that can deploy, that can try to deploy any kind of rockets that are um, shot off at the planes as a measure of trying to protect it. And you know what? There's a lot of European airports that want to ban that. They don't want to allow these airplanes to have this technology. Um, so there's there's a lot of diff definitely a lot of things to think about here. Uh, very sad again that this has happened, that it's come to this. Uh, we don't like to see this kind of conflict. We don't like to see senseless violence. I hope it's uh, I hope it's going to be resolved in some way, but we never know. There's a lot of forces at play, and I hope that at least the truth will come out very soon. Yael Lasowski from the Consumer Choice Center, consumerchoicecenter.org. Their website, Consumer Choice Radio Show, airs tomorrow, 10 a.m., right here on the Big Talker FM, and Saturdays in the days, weeks, and months ahead, following the Lend with Ben show. Lend with Ben, Ben Hawkins of Sierra Pacific Mortgage, from 9 to 10 Saturday mornings, followed by Consumer Choice Radio, hosted by none other than my friend Yael Lasowski here with the Consumer Choice Center. Yael, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thank you so much for your support. To our partnership. We value it dearly and we look forward to our conversation next week. Yes, sir, Sir Joe. Thank you so much for Big Talker. Thank you to all the listeners and talk again very soon. That's Yael Lasowski from the Consumer Choice Center. Once again, consumerchoicecenter.org, their website. We are eight minutes in front of the hour.